word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day, or words, I guess, uh, because Flan has caused me to go with two words now. The first one, via me, is pre-buttle. An argument constructed in anticipation of a criticism. I'm very good about this when I when I start out sports debates. You have to ex- like specify what statistical categories you're going to analyze the most and, and concentrate on when you get into certain arguments. Otherwise, people will be all willy-nilly just throwing different shit at you that's irrelevant. Pre-buttle. Yeah, pre-buttle. It's a noun. And then Flan's Word of the Day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com. Edgelord. And get ready for this lengthy-ass definition. What do you think an edgelord is, Flan? Into the mic, sir. Hello? Hello? There you go. It's probably something to do with uh, a crackhead on edge all the time. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Uh, Edgelord. Actually, Mateo, what do you think it is? Mateo Polverari joining us for this episode. Jeez. What do you think an edgelord is? The best pass rusher in the NFL. I don't know. Okay. Crackhead. Uh, I I like that. Uh, but that's wrong. Someone, especially posting on the internet, who use shocking and nihilistic speech and opinions that they themselves may or may not actually believe to gain attention and come across as a more dangerous and unique person. So a troll. Yeah, I was going to say, most, edgy troll. Most edgelords are teenagers trying to seem overly cool and or over-casually apathetic. So like you with Justin Bates back in high school. Whoa, man. That was rough. <laughs> Apologies to Justin Bates. So most of the comment section on the internet <laughs> so is full there of edgelords. That would have been a better a better example to use than just coming at me from my throat right there. Like, all right, man. Made one comment. Come at me. Come <laughs> at us, edgelords. Did you start the Maybe. web page? No, no, I, no, I, I, no, for real. I have no idea what you're talking about. I made, I made, I made maybe two comments. I'll make that. I made two comments on what was then MySpace when that was on its tail end before it became Facebook. So, all right, uh, we got a good good show. What snide comment do you have to make, Flan? Let's go. <coughs> snide comment? Oh, I don't know. You were leaning in with a grin. I thought you were coming nah, with some snide. Oh, okay. Justin Bates fan page. <laughs> I think founded, I, founded by I, Jeff Woodward. That's not, no, because I don't remember what you're talking about from high school. That's oh. like close to 10 years ago. Are you going to tag him in this? I don't know. Oh I God. Well, yeah, if well, Flan had an Instagram, he'd be able to. But, yeah, I do, I do remember... Saying a couple things to certain individuals online back in the day, <laughs> but I certainly did not make a fan page. I can tell you that. I don't know who was responsible for that. I I put my name on it when I was talking shit. Preteen <laughs> edge lord. Yeah. Oh, also, Mateo, just a heads up. We've added in a new fine system. Don't drop an f bomb, otherwise it costs you a dollar. Ooh. Okay. Only f bombs though, because everything else is fine. Flan is up to two, three dollars. I think I'm at two dollars. What are we gonna use the money for? Uh, is it another bottle of proper twelve? Probably, or just like I the, am not putting any or money like down. the burrito competition that we were supposed to do and still haven't done yet because Flan's afraid of and doesn't want to. Wait, do it, what so. burrito contest? We were having a burrito contest about who's going to see who could demolish. Oh, I got a, a funny faster. thing. So there's these this uh, my fraternity up in Chico. They, yes, tell us more about your frat bros. They uh, there's a there's one named Christian Dahl and he's this big huge dude and there's another guy in some other in another fraternity called Lambda Chi. And they have some other big guy. I think his name's Big A or something like that. And uh, Christian, this big A guy, literally had a wing eating competition at uh, someone's house. And I think they had like 300 to 400 people show up for this thing <laughs> in Chico. And they just all pre-gamed hard. It looked, it looked like the funniest, dumbest thing in the world. Who and, won? 
uh, my the Phyta, my my fraternity guy won it, Christian Doll, and then I guess the loser to shave their head. Represent. How many wings did he eat? I think they had twenty something. Whoever finished twenty wings Jeez. the fastest. My buddy, my did that. My buddy did that for it's not wings. He had taco truck, so we had an hour worth of tacos, and so we were oh. all like, okay, how many can we eat? I hit like fifteen or sixteen, and then one of the dudes that's in the military, he was at like twenty three or twenty four. It was an insane yeah I, yeah people are, those people like those guys can eat it he's like probably burning it off as he's yeah, eating it seriously not afraid to take on an eating challenge myself i don't don't care what it is i'm down to try i think i can handle myself i think the what's the what's the biggest thing you've ever for Maybe. me it was i put a 10 to, 10 by 10 together i did an out oh really yeah that was no i never did anything stupid like that uh, that's not stupid it's delicious i in Jeez. my in my heyday i could take down f- uh four big macs in one sitting so uh, maybe that was that's just me being a fat good. ass. I don't know. I don't oh, know if it's really just eating. I had know? the munchies really bad one day. I think I, I pounded 40 McNuggets, two Big Macs, and a large fry. Got a kid. All right. Uh, good show today. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. Great show Let's today. Go to Jack in the Box we and get promise, some tacos. We promise after I've been harassed after stuff I did back in high school. <laughs> Edge Lord. Al- allegedly back in high school. I never, uh, I never made you out to be an edge lord. I wasn't really <laughs> an edge lord. Like the most badass edge lord. Uh, no, I, I was not. Uh, and then we talked eating competitions that may or may never happen. Flan, I'm still gonna kick your ass in that. Uh, but then we've got some NBA talk. We'll be talking stat of the day. We'll bring Tim Brown around. We'll be talking some baseball there. Then we got winners and losers and the pop culture update. So are you guys ready? Sure. Yeah. Let's get on. I wait for you. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it wide Work for myself like all you niggas aren't it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get first to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these Jews won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my bay, Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the show by Regular Joes for Regular Joes, sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. I am Jeff Woodworth, joined by Brennan Flanagan. Hello. And Matteo Polverari. Howdy. It is time, yet again, on a Sunday, that we gather and do this uh, podcast 
How have you guys been? Because we didn't do a Super Bowl episode. Flan, I saw you last Wednesday, so that's cool. I know you're still alive and you're doing well. Mateo, it has been a while since we've seen you. How's yeah. all on your front? Everything's good. Fantastic. Mon- Monterey was great. Oh, okay. Shout out to Monterey. Did you go to the aquarium? Yeah, checked out the aquarium. Yeah. Yeah, binged on a ton of Planet Earth, so coolest, I was ready for the aquarium. Coolest thing at the aquarium was? Uh, hammerhead Sharks. And then the Finding Nemo exhibit that sure. they had. That they didn't call it a Finding Nemo, but we were there when there was a ton of kids and they were screaming and taking photos. They even had like this forty-year-old couple that was taking. Fo- They're like, "It's Dory. Let me, come on, I want to. I want a selfie." I like turtles. Yeah, so Tur- that was cool. Did you see any there? Uh, this, there was supposed to be one in the giant tank, but I think the hammerhead got to it because oh, okay. I did not see the turtle. I feel like every time I've gone to one of those aquariums, that like you go to like that big cylindrical tank that's just like thousands of gallons. Yeah, and there's there's like always a scuba diver in there doing something with it, so it's like the fish are always kind of on edge. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, but that's, that's it's, dope. It's, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Their their message is great. Glad it's, it's you. A, it's a great experience. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, save the whales and uh, Flan. What did you do since we've last spoken? Uh, I went to San Francisco yesterday. Yeah. It's a fun time. Yeah. And that's about it. All right, good talk. Uh, okay, so what'd couple you do, Jeff? Nothing. Oh, couple right, good talk. Of, yeah, uh, <laughs> covered some basketball games. So, yeah, those are thrilling. Uh, any any uh, articles you want to plug? Check out my work on wildsud 365com um, No link just, link in the Dropbox. I'm just gonna be end up being or I'm gonna end up covering games this week. So I know I'm gonna do something Tuesday because NCS is starting, which is like you know their playoffs around here. Um, Anyway, yes, a couple of talking points. Where do you guys want to start? Mostly basketball. We do have one football thing I lied in the little teaser before we started. Uh, let's actually talk about that. The American Alliance of Football. Did you guys watch any football this weekend? Yes or no? Uh, I just watched the highlights of the game. What did you think? I just saw the one big hit on the quarterback. It, Ooh, was, it was nice to was finally that. see that hit. That back. was awesome. Mateo, what did you think? Uh, in between the Warriors game I was watching, and then yesterday I, there was nothing else on, so threw it on. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cool to have football and all the different things that they do. I think having the coaches mic'd up and refs mic'd up, it gives you another point of view you haven't seen, so that was awesome. Yesterday really bothered me because they showed their, they had two games start at the same time, and they only televised one of each uh, regionally. So I saw... The San Antonio, um, whoever San Antonio was playing. Churros? No. I uh, blanked on who San Antonio was <laughs> oh playing. Dear. But the Orlando-Atlanta game, you did not see because I was on a different channel. But then they played the first one on CBS Sportsnet and then the second one on NFL Network today. So I like that, that you're getting the coverage. I just – you know what's cool is the uh, the video replay. Did you see any clips of that where they were showing – like they let you go in the booth and hear in the headset of the person who's looking at the replays when they get challenged or they're – you know, when they're looking at something – and uh, a one woman even changed her mind just mid That was really good. And that just kept it real. Like, there's a lot of stuff there that the NFL can take from this league. Um, I just – right now I saw something that players are playing on either 70000 $80,000, or $100,000 contracts. I was curious on what the contracts were. Are there any outs on their contracts, or did they have and to play? It's all just one year. And they're eligible to be signed by 
the NFL when it's done. That was the bright. So, I like that a lot by the league that they are like, hey, we are a develop. We're not the XFL. We're not going to try to take over the NFL. We're here to be a deve- developmental league. Which is cool, but at the same time, like I'd like to see uh, some, you know, the NFL kind of attach onto them. Like I can't wait for there to be thirty-two G League or thirty G League teams, so mm-hmm. that way every NBA team gets a G League team. I just can't wait for. Th- I hope that this does well and it expands so every team can have. Uh, like a developmental league team. I think what you're seeing right now is it's a bunch of rosters of guys that were somewhat somewhat names in college, uh, didn't really cut it on the practice squad of an NFL roster, and now they're back here in this league, which is fine. But my other cr- criticism of this is where the teams are located, right? So Birmingham makes sense. Salt Lake City makes sense. San Diego and San Antonio make sense because those are markets mm-hmm. that don't have – NFL teams. San Antonio's some you know, Texas has enough, but uh, San Antonio's niche. Why go to Orlando? Why go to Atlanta? Why go to Arizona? Why go to Memphis? Like put those in other you could have utilized the South a little bit more and gotten more support behind this, I think. Why not just do like a general Bay Area? It's a Bay Area and then you come up with some team. And same with L.A. Why not unite those fronts? You've got so many different areas. Instead yeah, of that ma- the Bay Area thing would have made sense. But I, I was thinking more of like, okay, so say you put a Bay Area team in there, but then I also would have put in, if you ex- if you have any expansion teams, I would include Mississippi. Uh, I would include uh, Louisiana. I would find a way to get like maybe maybe Arkansas. I don't know, just Kentucky mm-hmm. or, or West Virginia. Do they care about football enough over there to, you know, just thinking of other markets to try and like utilize and bringing football to places that don't have professional football. I believe maybe even a South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's the stadiums that they were getting get access to. Oh, it's all college games. I saw a couple memes on the internet where it was like people were celebrating the games because they were somewhat entertaining, but every time they panned at the crowd, it was just kind of like, ooh, that's right, these aren't that well attended. <laughs> like, that's not going to do well playing well, they said the Arizo- college. They said the Arizona game was like 60 to 200 bucks for tickets. Jeez. That's why they said the attendance was down. Well, we got to find a way to pay those $100,000 contracts. Jeez. So, yes, I think for the short term, it's here to stay. I like that highlight of the hit on the quarterback that didn't get the penalty. That was dope. Uh, but, yeah, I think there's a lot that can be – utilized there from an NFL standpoint. It's just a matter of if this league can last. It'll be interesting to see when the XFL gets launched. Uh, is the XFL going to try and try and get back to the level of mockery that it was when it first was incepted, or are they going to try and make themselves a little bit more legit this time around? You can't have a criminal record anymore on the XFL, right? That's what they. <laughs> that's what Vince claimed, and then he immediately le- uh, lumped Kaepernick into that. So I don't know what Vince is doing. That's, but that's so what he claims because yeah. he said he wouldn't have Johnny – he said no Johnny Manziel – and then he mentioned somebody else, and then he mentioned Kaepernick, and I was like, okay, Vince, you're over <laughs> 70, and you're you're losing it. Yeah, relax, old man. Um, okay, so that is the American Alliance of Football. Really dumb name, but I think it's going to end up working. A-A-F? Long term. Yeah. AF. AF. The AF League. They, they had to make sure there's football in there. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna. I want to talk about some post-trade deadline overreaction, specifically what we saw today when the Lakers played the 76ers, and the 76ers won by like 20-something points, uh, that Tobias-Harris trade is looking very good for the 76ers. I think we can say, without a doubt, they are now the favorite in the East over the Boston Celtics. (laughs) Um, Regardless of how much talent, how great a coaching you think Boston has, there's just something where they're not able to put it together on the court right now. Were you going to say something, Flynn? Um... Yeah, that, that injury to Gordon Hayward really 
talking about last year or this year? Well, they did a lot, when he had it last year, and he just, I don't think he's really been himself. Or maybe this is what he really was. He was on a bad team before. Well, last year, what was crazy about that is both Kyrie and Gordon Hayward were out. Now both of them are back, and we were supposed to have this superpower team, and it's not working out. I feel like looking at the way Utah has played without Gordon Hayward, that maybe Gordon Hayward was a guy that just really wasn't. I mean, he, he's over. Are we really going to start blaming Gordon Hayward right now? No, but I mean, that contract, I mean, he, is he is he genuinely a max player, though? You're sinking a lot. You had an open max spot, and now he's, he's coming off... I don't know. Is he has he has he gotten back in the lineup? Last I saw, he was coming off the bench for them, and he had no problem coming off the bench either. Oh, great! I mean, oh, that's awesome that the hundred and what thirty million dollar player is is happy to come off the bench. Team player. Team player. Um, Nobody's people will not go after Gordon Hayward. I'm always amazed at this. Yeah, it's a, but it's also it's it's like similar to that uh, Kevin Love thing. When Kevin Love was in Minnesota, he was just a. He looks so much better than he actually was. He's just, he's just the only one that could somewhat ball on a crappy team. And then I think he was the same thing with Gordon Hayward. He was on Utah. It's just because he was a featured player that he just—that's who the offense ran through. So it yeah. made him look better than he actually was. Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. I think Gordon Hayward's better than your average NBA player. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think he's—he's he's definitely he's not, in he's that. He's not a cornerstone in a franchise. He's in that. He's in between the limbo. Like I would say, maybe a top thirty player in the league, not or definitely top fifty. I don't know if he's top twenty. Is yeah. that is that is no, that fair? That's fair? Yeah. So that's but where I mean, that's where Gordon Hayward is, and unfortunately, he's a guy. And I think what Flan's saying is he's a guy that's getting paid. Or no, you were saying, Mateo, sorry, I'm getting mixed up. He, you were saying, why are you about to pay him like he's a top 10 player in the league if he's going to, in fact, be like a mid-middle-of-the-pack kind of guy, but a dependable middle-of-the-pack kind of guy? I mean, and it, uh, the other part of this is Brad Stevens knows Gordon Hayward, so they had that comfort level, and you knew he was going to fit into what Brad Stevens wanted to do, so I can't be overly critical there. Um, I, I feel that since Kyrie's comments about not resigning, okay, he didn't say he's not going to resign, but... The cloudy future. I feel like since then is when they've kind of tanked. Okay, but what about the people that say? Sorry, I was thinking about this next question. What about the people that say, uh, well, they they did they did so well without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward. So why should these guys even stick around? Why should we care if? Why should we sign Hayward to the max contract? And why should we care if Kyrie said he's going to come back if we can actually get this done or get as far as we did without without them? Oh, that's I mean it's it's fair I mean but uh, God it's just it's tough in this league to get talent yeah and I mean they have the assets and uh, I mean if Anthony Davis doesn't want to play there then where do you pivot to because there's not many players that are better than Kyrie yeah like I I get it that's the Boston mi- mindset they would love to have you know what they were doing last year but uh, talent tri- triumphs and it also helps in recruiting too when you have guys it it helps your recruiting okay uh, moving on. I'm looking at this thing right here uh, about the NBA All-Star Game. And the question I'm ultimately going to ask is, uh, in this glorified exhibition game that will see no defense until the fourth quarter, which is actually what makes it, I think, somewhat kind of cool, is these guys hit 160 points before Pride finally kicks in and says, okay, we're going to shut this down. Um who do you think wins this game, Team LeBron or Team Giannis? Flan, go ahead. Um, I think I, when I first saw, I thought LeBron had the better team. Um, LeBron for sure has the all-time tampering team. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but I just seem like he's, he's, a, he's a very fast team. He can run the floor really quickly. 
and I feel like a lot of that is how the game is usually played. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason why I think LeBron seems to win. Mateo? Has there ever been a losing player that's won the MVP in the All-Star game? Because I feel like Russ, after Russ has been traded, that he's going to go off and explode. But there's no way they're going to be. Well, that was because uh, whose team was he originally drafted to? LeBron, and he got he made sure to get his guy Simmons. Well, because he had a uh, he had Embiid on his team too. Who had Embiid? Uh, Giannis has uh, Embiid. And that's why they traded uh, Russ off of uh, Giannis's team, because Russ and Embiid don't get along. They had that little skirmish. No, I thought Russ was uh, LeBron drafted Russ, and but he wanted Ben Simmons, and so he yeah, traded. Yeah, yeah Westbrook he, and Embiid are on the same team now. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, which, my bad. I have which that will make. The, I didn't even think of that angle. That will make that very awkward. Wow, yeah. dude, I'm just trying to get a side by side lineup <laughs> right now of who's on whose team right now. Okay, so here you go. Yes, Team LeBron's starting five is going to be LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. All of those guys, uh, without James, you know, James Harden, of course, on a on a deal. All those guys have are going to be free agents this offseason. That's like an all-time, like, including, all Lakers Photoshop team. Including this, this, these first two reserves, Anthony Davis and Klay Thompson. Hmm, okay. And then he's got Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, and then his special edition was D-Wade because D-Wade and Dirk have to make the All-Star game because it's probably their last ride, and we're going to pay homage to the, to the old guys. Um, and then you got Team Giannis, who has Giannis, Steph, Joel Embiid, Paul George and Kemba Walker. That starting five is nothing to shake a stick at. I think where people are going to get kind of, kind of, you know, your your average NBA fan will go, huh? Is when you look at his bench and you see Chris Middleton probably picked because they're teammates on the mm-hmm. box. Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, and then Kyle Lowry, who's just, I guess, Toronto fans really like. So that's why he makes the All Star game. I, you know, a little confused there. And then of course there's Dirk, the old man there. So, I, I don't know. For sure, LeBron's team has it on paper, but I'll, I'll definitely be interested to see how, how it turns out. I'll still look at it, too. Uh, or, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm not going to deny that, that I won't. I enjoy watching NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, what are you thinking about the three-point contest? Do you know who's in it? Yes or no? Uh, isn't uh, Steph Curry and his little brother in it? I believe so. I'm going to punch it into the Google machine right that's now. The only, that's all I know, though. And Dirk's in it, right? 2019 three-point contest. Mountain Dew sponsoring it this year. Always love having the uh, sponsorships bounce around. I love feeling the Dew. Okay, Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kemba all in the three-point contest. Interesting. Devin Booker's defending champion from last year. Wow, Jason Capone went back-to-back in 2007, 2008. Are you looking at the yeah, NBA? Yeah, <laughs> they got all the... Yeah. I was like, oh, look at all these guys. Warnasek did it, too. Peja did it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's rarefied air. Who's Craig the, Hodges. in the dunk contest? I am... My computer is not moving fast enough, sir. Sorry. Have they even announced that yet? Yeah, they have. It's for... Uh, four guys. I'm trying to find it. AT&T slam dunk. That's who's got it this year. Is the PlayStation still doing the skills competition? Uh, Miles Bridges of the Hornets, John Collins of the Hawks, Hamadou Diallo of the Thunder, and Dennis Smith Jr. of the Knicks. So, I'm not going to lie. The dunk contest kind of lost. That was really underwhelming this year. I know the Diallo can 
He can hop. I'm sure they can. Dennis Smith just, can. I, I miss John the, the Collins. The thing with me with a dunk contest is like, it's like if you miss the first one, it's like it takes all the fun out of it. And after that. have dunk contests really been that great ever since Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson were going at it when it was literally David versus Goliath? You <laughs> had seven foot Dwight Howard who's built like a god, and then Nate Robinson who's just this common man, you know, five foot nothing who can jump out the gym, and it just it was very compelling. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the dunk contest anymore. Three points more fun to watch than the dunk I do, contest. I do. I've said they. I was saying they should put the three point contest last. They have the skills contest, and then they have the shooting stars too. The shooting stars is kind of cool when they get the uh, current player, the WNBA equivalent, and, oh, then, yeah. the, and then the old time legend, and they shoot around there. Ooh, the Taco Bell skills challenge. Okay, so this is gonna be Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic, and Trey Young. So that'll be cool. Hmm. How's, oh. how's Trey Young doing this year, by the way? Is he doing anything? Um, is he like I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't heard too much of, like, I haven't heard anything not like, bad. Not like the, Luka Doncic, the, though. No, he's not Luka. Yeah. The the Hawks Reddit thread had a great one about when he cl- eclipsed thirty percent of sh- uh, three point shooting this year. So he started <laughs> off, yeah, he's he struggled, and then now he's kind of hit a little bit of a groove. Nice. Yeah, I remember people trying to compare him to Curry, and everyone's like, "Well, it's slow. This puts slower." He was on an Oklahoma team that struggled to win 15 games. There's no way we could have compared him to Steph. I mean, I, I know people like to get all, you know, uh, overreactionary about it. What was it? Who were we talking about? Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. I'm just punching him in right now. Man, he's got some unbelievable Computers range. Computer's cooperating tonight, knock on wood. Uh, he's averaging 16.9 points, 3.2 rebounds, and 7.5 assists on 41% shooting. So, is that good enough for you, Flynn? It's great. Okay. Speaking of numbers... Let's break down some NBA MVP candidates because everybody seems to think that Harden's running away with it. And, like, dude's putting up some nice points, but, I mean, let's also take into account of, like, what's what's that? PG. Oh, I do like Paul George, the case that he's yeah, making. Yeah, he's if Giannis, definitely after that game. If Giannis could actually manage to come up with some more assists, I, I could see him potentially doing it. So here you go. Here are the numbers that people are, are considering as key numbers right now in the race. We got points per game, assists, and rebounds because I guess blocks and steals mean nothing, neither does shooting percentage. I'd be interested to see Harden's shooting percentage because, man, that guy hucks up a lot of shots. In fact, Mateo, can you pull that up? Yeah, I'm actually looking it up because I'm can curious. You, can you search that? Thank yeah. you. All right, uh, yeah, so Harden, 36.6 points per game, 7.8 assists, 6.7 rebounds. Paul George, 28.3 points per game, 4 assists, uh, only 4 assists, but he has 7.9 rebounds per game. Giannis has 27 points per game, only 5.8 assists, but 12.5 rebounds per game. And Steph Curry has 28.7 points per game, 5.4 assists, and 5.1 rebounds. Steph is definitely the outside looking in. He was on fire at the start of the year, so that's why it was just like, okay, we gotta give, we, we might have to give it to Steph. Then Giannis kind of caught fire. And then you've seen James Harden get hot. At, he's been hot for a while now. But at what cost? You know, I don't, his teams aren't always winning. Uh, 36 points a game. But what? But that's cool. what I'm saying. What is his shooting percentage? Give me his Give me his overall field goal percentage and his three-point field goal uh, He's shooting 52% from two. Let's okay. see what his overall is. From no, three, he's shooting 37%. Eh. And his field goal percentage, field goal attempts, field goal percentage, uh, 44%. Okay. What's he shooting from the line? 
Getting a lot of points from the field. Yeah, from he the is line. milking the free throw line. Eighty-six uh, percent. Uh, well, if That's you're, if you're there solid. that much, if you're there that much, I'd want you to be shooting ninety percent. So I think I just found my Dude, next crusade for James Harden's over Crushing. Yeah. What me? No, he's crushing. Uh, this is Dude, he's no, crushing. Well, for you can crush him all you want, but come on, you got to give some. For, I mean, he's in rarefied air for points per game. I get it. There's volume, but. And same with Russ. Russ is going. This is the third year in a row that he has a chance at a triple double. So this is where I get at, right? And when I think about the NBA, NBA MVP, and I mean Rachel Nichols puts up a great, a great point. There should be the MVP of the league, and then there should be a just a scoring. Yeah, there should be uh, like a just like best score category that should be just as much because James Harden would get best score, but as far as MVP goes, I have to give it to either LeBron James, who's physically just the best the best basketball player on the planet even still as he's getting hurt, or Russell Westbrook, who still averages a triple-double you know, for the season, which we cared about two seasons ago, or I would have to give it to somebody like a Giannis who's instrumental to their team's success, and I know if I took away Giannis, that team would be nothing, where I think the, the Bucks would struggle more without Giannis than the Rockets would struggle more without James Harden. Is that, is that fair to say? I yeah. Well, I feel like LeBron's is just like the Peyton Manning of this era of basketball where you can literally give him the MVP every damn year. <laughs> You're just finding reasons not to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like we gave it to James Harden last year. Last year there was a very strong case that LeBron should have had it. They were neck and neck with points per game. I think James had uh, – Harden had one more assist per game, but LeBron had him in uh, rebounds and blocks. And something else. I like. I also like, had a better field goal percentage too. I like Mr. Michael Lee's tweet. He said that uh, we all know Steph Curry is great, but it's crazy to think that Golden State is 34 and nine with him in the lineup. They're five and six without. We're talking about the unbeatable, unfair five All Stars on one squad, uh, and the dub. Steph's spirit and leadership are underrated. I agree. He's MVP. Who Steph? Yeah, Steph's MVP. Well, I mean, what he does for his team and the sacrifices that he makes, like, yeah, it's it makes oh, it. it he's, he's having one of the greatest shooting seasons of all time. It's Again. easier to do with as much with as many weapons. You're obviously not getting concentrated. Like, I guess what you do have to tip your cap to somebody like James Harden or like to Paul George is that these your your teammates are generally deflecting to you all the time, so the defense gives you more attention. So if you're able to do it, it is more it is a little bit more impressive. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I think it's a very valid case for what Steph does. Is that's a lot of stuff that doesn't get recognized. But you know, unfortunately, we're only going to focus on the the shit that gets recognized. So, all right. Uh, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. It's that time of the show when we introduce our friend, recurring guest, Tim Brown, for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Tim, how are you doing? Wonderful. Fantastic. Let's get straight to it. What is your stat of the day? The stat of the day is with Robert Whitaker pulling out of last night's UFC event. Anderson Silva becomes the first fighter to headline 20 different UFC cards. Okay. I like it. I was going to do a more obvious one for you um, since you're edgelord and everything. I'm not the Uh, edgelord. Yeah, you are. Ask about high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very rough time. The other one was going to be Frank Robinson's the only person to win MVP in both the American League and National League with his passing this past week. So. Oh, that's a good one. 
You get two for the price of one today. Thank you. I like it. Did you see Low Cone, or was like I, that writer for the PD? Did you just tweet this weekend? <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. What did he tweet out? <laughs> he tweeted out, like, I don't understand. He's like, I don't understand where people are getting this idea that Frank, um, was it Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why people are getting this idea that he's a nice guy. He was very, very rude to me and all my uh, co-journalists or whatever. It's like, came off as a very mean, rude guy. Anecdotal <laughs> evidence is the only evidence that can be trusted. Or anecdotal, I don't know who would, who would correct me on how that's supposed to be. I thought that was funny, be. though. Yeah. Thank you. I thought well, it was funny, too. I know I didn't laugh, but I thought it was funny. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Someone was addicted to local. That guy sucks at journalism. Whoa, I wouldn't say that. Allegedly. Oh, no, I love him. Ever since he went after um, Jed York asking him, why should you not fire yourself for being such a crappy <laughs> owner of a team? He, that, ever since then, I've been on Team Cone where, all day, every Those day. Those are the journalistic <laughs> questions <laughs> we day, should be asking. I can't stand Grant. Ugh. Oh, I, don't, I don't like I don't like Grant, but I like the dad. Ever since he said, ever since he told Jed York to go take a hike in his, in the press conference, oh my, I am I'm on time team. Come. I will say I had that with Ray Ratto. I growing growing up, I disliked Ray Ratto. I thought his writing was terrible, and then now I'm like I love Ray Ratto. I think he's a great uh, Bay Area personality. What brought you around? I just literally, I, 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 literally what brought you around Ray Ratto? Uh, the sweaters. Okay. I got blocked. Yeah, that's by a big. Him. That was a big <laughs> joke. With a warm embrace. <laughs> was that a big joke? That mustache, a little bit. Um, all right, Tim, the real question, and I Never know... Never call him fat on Twitter, or you'll get blocked immediately. Is that what you did? I uh, use other words. That's, yes, that kind of hurts. No, you, so you're feelings. blocked by him? <laughs> yeah, I'm blocked by him. Tim, <laughs> I, I Wait, r- really fast before uh, sticking with the whole RIP thing, another big uh, sports star passed away recently, Emiliano Salah. Uh, his body was recovered, so rest in peace to the Cardiff striker from... Argentinian, or, yeah, Argentina. Dude, did you see, speaking of murders, uh, or deaths, did you see Chelsea get wiped by Manchester City earlier today? Manchester City, number one in the Premier League. Six to nothing, man. <laughs> Six to nothing. It was just, oh, it was awful. Uh, RIP to anybody that... That's you fired over anybody there. Anybody had the over, or, I mean, the under. Um, okay, <laughs> so... Also, big news around here. We wasn't sure if it was going to happen at FanFest or not. Uh, apparently, Bryce Harper is considering coming to the Giants on a short-term deal. Uh, Tim, do you like this idea? Yes or no? Maybe so? Short-term deals in baseball, I think, is is skewed for me. Because it, which Bryce Harper are you signing? Are you signing the MVP who batted 350? Or are you signing any other Bryce Harper in any other season that he's had. What, what First question real quick before I answer that. What would be the equivalent of like thanks Obama in the sports world? Would that be like LeBron? Because he's the one that started these let's sign two-year deals. So now it's seeped over into baseball. It's like thanks LeBron. Because now Harper's well, weighing It's not this. even his fault though. The market has crashed. That's true. What were the two options that I had to pick between Harper again, Tim? Sorry. Which Harper are you getting? Are you getting the MVP caliber Harper, or are you getting any other season of Bryce Harper? I do not know, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, I can't trust it either because he had one nice series in the playoffs that all of a sudden he's going to work out at this ballpark. You know, it's just, for me, it's like I've been trying. I've been, I'm going to die on this hill now, and a little bit of uh, maybe it's the frugal team in me. But I think <laughs> you should be paying attention to your bullpen and finding guys Boo. that are get on get on base guys. You don't necessarily need to worry about power because you don't have a you don't have a bar a park that is uh, conducive to power hitters. Even though, even though when they went away to away games, they still couldn't even hit outside of they couldn't even hit a 
a home run in Colorado for God's sake. So give sakes. me give me an inning where you're gonna have a guy hit a single and a double, or you get a couple singles, you know, like and you you manufacture ways to score, you know, to to score oh runs. Oh God, we're stuck in the nineties. I now. don't it. See, I was a golden era of baseball. We'll just do it without the juicing. It's like the same arguments I heard for JD Martinez last year. I just don't. He's not worth the money, and then the Red Sox got him at a bargain. I don't like. The I'm all in on Harper. Strikeout, or, or I mean, home runner bust. He's not a home runner bust. We had this argument. He was seventh on on base. He's an elite on base guy. Valid. His offense on Fangraphs. I, I, was, I was like, after this, I was looking up on Fangraphs. His offensive rating alone, he's still a top 15 player on just offense alone. It's his defense that comes crashing now down. Now I resort to that old white man argument. Uh, he doesn't hustle down the first baseline. Who was that that got in his face? Was that Papelbon that got in his yeah, face? Yeah, Papelbon. I just love the smear campaign that's happened with Harper. I've had so many different arguments of people. There's only one teammate. It's been Papelbon that he's had issues with. Posey's and, Posey and Crawford, who are great, fantastic teammates, went at to at they at, they were at a bat yesterday for him. No pun intended. Or maybe it was. Mateo's a smart guy. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all in. And my my main argument for this is if he was on the trade bar uh, block, you'd have to give up Joey Bart and Ramos. You'd have to gut your system to get a guy like this. And so for something that we we're always talking about with with cap space and cap room, there is no hard cap in this sport. It's just money, and they make a ton of money. Anything, Tim? If anybody uh, is not all in on a once-in-a-generation lifetime, <clears throat> sorry, once-a-generation player, then you're stupid. Correct. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. <laughs> if your team is considered for a generational talent like Harper or Machado, and you're not excited about it, then you do not understand what you're actually looking at. I agree. I, I enjoyed the. I mean, that's the other part is it's exciting too. Even even if this whole thing comes flaming down what and is, Jeff what Samarja. Is, what is to like about this? I mean, I just don't. Mm, it's a stat line that's not too impressive. Dude had 100 RBIs won, last year, and yeah, and he won MVP. Down it, how old was he? 22 when he won, and he has an MVP under his belt too. He also hit 29 He's, bombs just last year. Jeff, how old are you? 20. I'm about to be 26. Oh, so. so he's the same age as you. Yes, so. So he's doesn't about mean ready I to want go. Him, doesn't mean I want him on my baseball team. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel, you know, physically right now? How could you not want him on uh, your team? You know, today I was pretty sluggish. I ate a lot, and I don't think I how, got great sleep the night before. How do you think you could go out and play a pickup basketball game and, you know, <laughs> Halfway decent. Ooh, maybe in like an hour when dinner's done digesting. And you gotta this get This guy's a professional too. athlete at your age. How are you not excited about this? Uh, it's just the amount of money that he's gonna demand for it. It's just. It's I called don't know. a free market. Uh, it's an open Giants market. Giants have so much money, bro. It's it, they. So let's tie it up on one investment it that's gonna how hit two forty nine. How does this stop? Oh, counting stats. No, I'm just saying. I'm just looking <laughs> at the You said he can't get on base. It's proven he can get on base. What, because he had 137 singles and 34 doubles? That's How many walks do you have? How many walks? Look at the on-base percentage. I'm looking at the base on base. Oh, it's insane. Okay, that's, okay well, that's, is, that, is that his hitter's eye or is that shitty pitching? There we go. Find a new skew. Oh, Find a new, yeah, there you I'm go. I'm just questioning. Pre-bottles. <laughs> Here comes Who, the pre-bottles. Who's your right fielder? <laughs> don't got one. I was gonna say I don't know. Drew, yeah, Fer- yeah, Drew good old Drew Ferguson. Gotta, I gotta, I gotta wait till spring training and assess the talent. Their their <laughs> outfielder now is like Slater, Mac Williamson, and they have a platoon of just minor league players. Honestly, the guy that's playing right field is not on the roster. And far how are you, how are you supposed to develop that talent if it doesn't get oh, a shot God. against big league pitching? Huh? How are you supposed to develop it? Why would you develop talent when you can have talent come in? 
Okay, here's here's my here's my rebuttal for you, Jeff. Let me put it in better terms for you. Say the Warriors don't have KD right now, and they're starting. I don't know who their shooting guard was before him. Harrison <laughs> Barnes played that position. Yeah, so you have Harrison Barnes in that position, and all of a sudden it comes out, hey, KD's a free agent. He wants to come to the Bay. How do you feel about that? I'm probably I'm probably saying yes, KD come to basketball. That's, he wants to come. He wants to come on a two year deal and demand all this money though. You're comparing apples to oranges though with with no, basketball. It's apples to apples. No, it's not. It's not yes, apples it to oranges. Is. No, KD, because I actually kind of like the comparison because there were people that were like, no, I'd rather pay the eighty million for Harrison Barnes than have Kevin Durant come and ruin my team because they had a perception of him. Well, I'm not even talking about with Harrison Barnes. I'm just talking about between the two sports because we're now we're getting into a territory where it's KD impacts more of a of a game than Bryce Harper does. And no. that's it. yeah, he does. KD no. is taking more shots. He's impacted no. on the defensive side whereas Bryce Harper's subject to if the pitches are even thrown in the strike zone, then he gets walked, which he's shown a bit that I was just corrected that he can do. So he can take a pitch, which is fine, but I don't see how taking, you know, getting walked is going to win you a game. And then he's also subject to balls getting hit to him standing out in right field on the defensive side, where KD's constantly rotating on a smaller court. It's just you're comparing apples to oranges with what I'm willing to pay KD, a player who you, affects more of the game. You just contradicted yourself saying he walks and gets on base. You just said you wanted a guy who's going to get on base and play small ball. That's, no, I said I was Even just— Even if I he was, gets walked, he's getting on base. I, no, I said, I, said, I said in that rant that I'd just gotten corrected, and I found out that he's a, he has the ability to get walked. He's got a good eye. He's got a good batter's eye. But I'm saying that the, uh, the argument to say to have that, the, that KD, willing to take KD and not take um, Bryce Harper is— um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like hypocritical, no, because KD's KD's influencing more of a game than Bryce Harper is. Bryce Harper only gets to bat what maybe three times a game. KD's not taking just three shots. But then you can make that argument for any player. Then that is, then are are the are players not worth it? He gets on base. He improves your no, lineup. No, this is the discussion that I had with you through text messages, where I was saying when it comes to sports like football and baseball. I'm not willing to pay guys. The more guys that are involved in the operation, I'm not willing to cash out on. But we can talk plenty about the NFL. Which, free, which free we, can, we can make the point for NFL. We can have different views on that. But yes. there is no hard cap in baseball. There is a luxury tax. And if you want to go over the luxury tax, which all, most teams do, or at least most good teams do or try to do, it doesn't matter. Look at look at all the contracts that the all the bad contracts the Giants have this year. They're paying seventy two million for Evan Longoria. Well, my question is because I haven't been paying attention too close attention to MLB free agency. Then rather than go after this guy that's been labeled an A prospect, or I mean an A an A level talent, and giving him all that money, is there any way that you can go out and get three B level guys for the same amount? I thought about no. this. Oh, well, I thought about this earlier. The Giants did this. They they did this. They passed on Vladimir Guerrero and they got Alfonso, Marquise Grissom, and Ray Durham. And that was their argument. They said they'd rather have. They tried to do that instead of going after a guy like Vlad. I'm on the opposite end. I'd rather have the superstar guy, whatever you want to call him, and then fill it with guys that are wins above replacement at the position. By all means, overpay the guy that's only going to bat three times a game when you could pay three guys that same equivalent and have. Three times the efficiency. There's no guarantee you, they're going to be just, as efficient. Do you just not like the dude or something? Like, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it goes back to the Strickland thing with Jeff. Ever since Strickland <laughs> pegged him and he got in the brawl, he doesn't like Harper. 
He doesn't like when the teammates pull off his helmet. And he I don't understand. His hair it's, back. it's literally like they could, they can, they can. Giants are loaded with money. They can literally get Harper and then get three more B-level players. I mean, you're looking at a guy that has the potential to be a, a 10 or 11 WAR player. You, I, I mean, it's incredible. If, I, if you have difficult. a chance to sign Harper, you take that. Jimmy. I just want to develop the farm system a little bit more. You can and still, do you can still do it. You can still do it. He's 20. Because if he's only there for two years, how are you supposed to sustain a dynasty if someone's only going to be there for two? If your centerpiece is only going to be there for two years, and you need to do it. only going to be there for two years? Because that's how much the deal was going to be worth. He wasn't going to sign more than two or three years. So then what happens after that, Jeff? Say they go on this tear, and all of a sudden he becomes a focal point in San Francisco. He falls in love with the city as an, oh, I don't know, every other Giants player that's signed there as a free agent. Who else do they have to market well, if for? If there's one Posey? thing I've noticed, if there's Think one thing I've noticed with baseball. He's going to bring in. First of all, let's look at it from a business standpoint. How much money is he going to bring into the Bay Area just on his name alone? A lot. Oh, I don't know. But uh, I mean, there's plenty of money in the Bay Area to begin with. Also, he's, 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 he's an Under Armour athlete. He's going to team up with Steph Curry, too. Steph, get on the recruiting. Yeah. I'll, if the Giants sign Harper, I will bet you a bottle of proper 12 or a comparable <laughs> whiskey price that the jersey sales for Bryce Harper exceed or equal to the first-year sales of KD in the Bay Area. Ooh, that's bold. This would be the biggest, this would be the biggest free agent signing for the Giants since Bonds in 93. Wait, I will, yeah. I, will, I will pivot, though. So the Dodgers picked A.J. Pollock. Basically, they picked A.J. over Bryce Harper. Do you agree with that? Um. For the money that the Dodgers are making, if you're all for Harper, why would they go over? Why would they go with a guy like? I mean, that pretty much stopped them from getting Harper. For AJ Pollock? Yeah, I mean that your outfield's pretty much crowded. I mean, you could exactly. you could squeeze in Harper. You could squeeze in Harper. You could. I don't know. I think for the Dodgers' reasoning behind that is that they're already above the luxury tax. They already had to pay the luxury tax. They too are just loaded with stupid, stupid contracts. You take A.J. Pollock in that case because he's a known Dodger killer. The Dodgers have actually been somewhat decent against Harper in the past, <clears throat> statistically. And you get someone who could be a leadoff guy that they didn't have last year or the year before. I just wonder if some of these two, they did the A.J. Pollock thing, just like, screw this whole waiting thing with Harper. It's just fucking like... <laughs> he, he, he cashed. I mean, what he, was uh, that? He ended up with a great deal. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Okay. Oh, almost a dollar. Almost a dollar. I'm not. I'm surprised I haven't put a dollar. We have to go back and, and listen to that. I will never that, give a dollar for that fun. You've already got two. <laughs> you should have a replay booth. Yeah. Fuck. Right? Hey, there that's a fine. Go. That's yeah, a dollar. I'm not paying it. Yeah, you <laughs> will. Either way, this is all going to be stupid because we'll probably wake up and he'll be with the Phillies. I'm still. I still hedge my bets that the Padres sign both Harper and Machado. Okay. To long-term deals. God, they have to put out a lot of money. I'm shocked more people don't want to go to San Diego and play. I think the I think the reason why Harper has this kind of gear towards San Francisco is that he wants to play on the West Coast. He wants to play in mm-hmm. California, and I don't think that what he heard from San Diego at the first point is really what he wants to do. Also, I think San Diego I, comes back, and I I telling you guys, I think that the Padres had both those two big name agents. I don't know why, but I think they do. I also wonder if. Um... Oh, they also said that he wants to play with Posey, too, Harper. They said, yeah, yeah that he went, the meeting went well, and he mentioned Posey a couple of times. I keep getting flashbacks to the Otani meeting with the Giants last year and saying how much he, he appreciated Posey, and it didn't work out. Yeah, watch the, watch the Angels sign uh, Bryce Harper now. Jeez, <laughs> they had Trout and Harper. I think the one thing Harper will, the one thing that's playing for him for San Francisco is that Posey's there, and Posey will take some of the 
spotlight off of him to an extent with the fans. I think that when he was in Washington, he still might re-sign with Washington. There's been reports out there. He was the focal point, and that may have gone to him a little bit in these past few seasons. Well, I did kind of point out, too, because people have talked about his personality, is he just he was raised in a different... I mean, he was a star at 16, and I mean, yeah. he's been surpassed. Trout is what Harper is supposed to be. But, um, but I mean, he was like LeBron. He was the chosen one. I'm pretty sure Mike Trout is going to be the best baseball player that we will see play yeah. in our lifetime. That, that's a guy that's worth a couple hundred million dollars. He's yes. going to go to Philadelphia next season. Even though he's a relatively unknown, well, at least just to the common man, unknown because you can't market a player down there in Anaheim, Mike Trout is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. $600 million. Yeah. I saw million. a stat a long time ago. I can't remember if I sent it to you or not, but I think one – week he won AL player of the week and he hit like 312 with a five something on base percentage and he hasn't had a week worse than that since he's been in the league but they just haven't given it to him because he's just been that good it's like okay well here's the standard you're going to hit 300 hit yeah, 30 new, plus bombs he's the LeBron and, of yeah. you gotta you gotta raise the bar on yourself otherwise you ain't getting it <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, that guy. All right. Well, thank you, Tim Brown, very much. Even though we don't always agree, it was nice to have you on. Yep. I still think you're ugly. You still think you're pretty. So. Okay. Uh, until <laughs> next time. Thanks, until Tim. next time, when you watch Lord of Rings and see don't Edge Lord. Oh, dude, that one was that. Yeah, that that really upset Flam. But I I just don't have the patience to sit there for three and a half hours. I I was having that with a coworker. He was upset that I hated Lord of the Rings. I was like, I can't sit there and watch Lord of the Rings. You don't, like, you don't like Lord of the Rings? No, I don't. Careful, I know. I, know, I know that's shut, the reaction. He'll shut down I get. and he'll stop talking. That, that's why I love need. Kevin Smith for what he did in Clerks too. I'm just saying I don't hate it. I just it's gonna be tough. Give me some coffee or inject me with some kind of adrenaline. Something. Lord of the yeah. Rings are like my favorite movies of all time. So I, I know. I, I get people it. people get riled up and I've gotta be careful all right tim yeah we might have just lost flan so <laughs> might have to call you back to help finish out the show who knows all right well bro. here's my here's another question i have for you with the whole f-bomb thing does flan's closing statement count no oh, that's that. exempt <laughs> that's exempt we do that to be edgelords so edgelords all right well in that case edgelord. jeff go fuck yourself all right <laughs> thank you tim we will talk to you money order your dog we'll yeah. talk to money you on order. Wednesday. peace Bye. later there are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimately. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for this. What are we going to call it? I thank you for chewing your gum extra loud in the mic. I don't know what we're going to call this episode. Have an all-star game preview, even though it's a week away. Uh, AAF show, I don't know. Three-point contest. Maybe we just name it. We don't know what to name this episode. The Harper Sweepstakes. No. <laughs> it will definitely not be that. All right. Winners and losers for this episode to be named later. Uh, first up, did you guys see Bill Walton ate a cupcake that oh was on fire? God. Just the candle was still lit, and he just bit into it because whoever is broadcast. I don't know whose broadcast partner is, but they've been doing it for a while. Is it Dave? And what's his name? Pa? Dave Pash. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I do know who it is. But, yeah, they've had fun with each other for a while. And Bill Walton just, I think at this point, ESPN's like, fuck, or, you know, forget about it. We oh, can't stop. dollar right there. Like, Damn it. Yeah. Uh, we can't stop this guy from getting high, so we're just going to let him do it and hope that he doesn't get too high and uh, and do something ridiculous on TV. In this instance, eat a cupcake with a candle on fire. 
But you guys very you guys, alpha. You flan are you, are you flan? Are you a fan of Bill Walton? I am a fan of the flame. Okay, so he's a. This is a winner, not a loser. Win, win, win. Unanimous winner across the board. Yeah, big oh, winner. Yeah, that's, okay. that is. It's probably not even the worst thing he's ever. Fucking <laughs> One time he uh. talked about tripping on peyote while he was doing a basketball game. That was pretty epic. I don't think <laughs> that. That was yeah. He's uh. One he's, of a kind. He's a different guy. I I like listening to his basketball games until he. But he only does the Pac-12, which is like. It's super annoying when you when you get him doing a UCLA game against another Pac-12 school because if he's not just totally slobbing the knob of UCLA, he shifts it to just the conference as a whole, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he's got that weird little lispy kind of thing where it's just the conference of champions. Do you remember him right. when he was on ESPN doing NBA with Tom Tolbert? No. Oh my God, those games were they were brutal, but they were also great because Tolbert was trying to talk about the game. And then Walton would just start tripping out. I was going to say, are those just, just two deadheads that would just start talking to you, each other? But you would think, but they did not like each other. Interesting. They, or at least it came across that way. They, uh, they may have popped up on the show, but man, they, ew, they just talked over each other, and Tolbert seemed really agitated. Great TV, great radio, great TV. All right, next up on the winners losers list, it has been one year since, and do you remember where you were? Or it hasn't been one year. Holy crap, it's been seven years. My bad, can't read my handwriting. Oh. Seven years. Do you remember where you were? Mateo, I'll start with you for no reason. No reason in particular. Age before a beauty, everybody. Well, Lynn Sanity was seven years ago. Oh, 38 yeah. wait, points. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, I guess this isn't an age thing. Uh, 38 yeah, points. Asians. Outscored Kobe on his first national TV game seven years ago today. Lynn Sanity became a thing. I thought, I thought you were about to drop like seven years ago today was like the Super Bowl against the Niners and Ravens. Oh, no, God, they replayed that last night. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Real quick, like, timeout. On the NFL Network, they played Super Bowl Classics today. Mm-hmm. And why? Explain to me why they were playing the Super Bowl from last week on Super Bowl <laughs> Classics already. That's a bold move. That's ridiculous. I like that good one. I like yeah. that Goodell. Okay. I think, the, I think the best Super Bowl is that, uh, the good Super Bowl is the uh, Steelers Cardinals. That's a gr- That yeah. is a really a great one. Um, what was the Get one it in that there. was so? It was like if you look at the stats, it like does not. Show, it was I think it was like Steelers Seahawks something like that. That was a good 05. one, the one with Willie Parker and uh, oh, Jerome yeah, Bettis. Big Ben played like shit <laughs> that game. I wish all the Seahawks fans were here to be like the refs, the refs. Yeah. Oh my God, they will not let that one go. Anyway, bringing it back to Lynn Sanity, what do you guys remember of Jeremy Lynn's rise to fame? And I don't even know what team he's on anymore. I think he's on the Nets. He's on Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, the only reason I, I just put him on Twitter because he's somebody wanted him as a buyout candidate. Man, he's he's played on so many different teams. A journeyman. He was on the Warriors at one point. You remember he that? Started fight? on the Warriors. Yeah. He uh he was a he uh was a big product of D'Antoni's system, wasn't he? In New York, yes. Yeah. Uh, just a very free flowing and offensive friendly uh, game plan. I remember being sick to my stomach because it was like the Warriors let another guy go and this guy's blowing up. And the only reason they let him go was because of they wanted to make an offer sheet for DeAndre Jordan. And, oh God. and I forget who they they didn't want to amnesty at the time. I think it was Charlie Bell oh. or it was Beedrich, one of those guys. They didn't want to. And so they had to get rid of Jeremy Lin. And then I see him blow up in New York and I was like, typical Warriors. Yeah. We're just Come stopping. home, Jeremy Lin. We are stopping. Did DeAndre Jordan always play on the Clippers before that? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Um, so are we saying it's a winner for Lin Sanity for oh. uh, all-time's sake? Yeah. 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 He, landed, yeah. he landed him a huge contract, didn't he? He got him an NBA career. Him so, and Yao Ming. Yeah. yeah. Represent. We represent. All right. Uh, next up on the winner's-losers list, 
So Patrick Mahomes has been told per his contract, no more basketball, basically no more fun that's not football related. So he went and posted something on his Instagram that said the only hooping I'll be doing and it was a picture of him playing 2K. What was most interesting about this 2K picture was he was playing the my player mode. And his my player's name, no joke, was Andy Reid. <laughs> Is that a winner or a loser? Oh, a big winner. Big did, winner. Did he still have all his timeouts? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know if he had reached that level of a. Uh, of status on the in the game because when you when you first start out and my player in 2K you don't your player doesn't have the uh, ability to call timeout you have to build up coach trust <laughs> and and you really? know a name yeah a rep to be able to do that at least I remember that being the old uh, in the older versions like 2K12 and 2K13 and 2K19 I just can't even keep up so, so what do you think of a of a team stepping in and telling a player that it's not in his contract but telling a player like hey we don't want you playing basketball the last 2K game I had was 2K17. Um, it, the thing I had was NBA Live. It was I have NBA uh, Live 19 right now. It's not too bad. There's it? there's it could be improved, but it's not too bad yeah. overall. Um, let's see. Well, there was the time that Jeff Kent was uh, supposedly washing his buddy's truck and broke his hand, and uh, I don't I don't know. I think it's just if you're being paid millions of dollars, you need to make you need to make sure you can still live your life, but you need to be very smart. Accidents do happen. But you need to be very aware, and I think you need to notify the team that this is going on so that way at least the team can be prepared, right? You need to let the team know. Just say, hey, I'm going to Tahoe. I'm going to hit the slopes. <laughs> I'm not going to do any double black diamonds or, you know, or whatever they call it. You know, I'm going to go a step above the bunny slopes because my kids are, you know, this age and they can handle that. I'm not going to go down the mountainside and do, you know, like SSX Tricky shit you know stuff that you would think flan does that make sense do yes. you think you think players should still be allowed to have a, a, a life uh yeah you I mean you still want to have a life i think it's a, there's some gray area it's a little gray ish um i don't know it's it's a weird thing if you're a baseball player if you're a pitcher and i'm paying you five million dollars and you go out and you play a basketball game where you get fouled and you fall down and you use your throwing arm to brace yourself and you end up breaking your wrist. I'm going to be upset, but at the same time, I understand that, you know, stuff happens. And I guess it just depends on what level of star you are. And if you're Patrick Mahomes, it's a big deal, you know. If you're whoever one of their DBs were that was letting the ball get slung all across the field, all playoff long, um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You're a little bit more replaceable, you know. It just it depends on who you are and how much you're making, so that makes sense. Uh, but for this, I'm willing to put Patrick Mahomes on the winner's list because he's making the best of a bad situation. And also, the my player being named Andy Reid was a nice touch. Winning there. Winning. Lots of winners today on the winner's losers list. Okay, uh, next up, we're going to revisit the American – or the Alliance of American Football. See, it's so yeah, stupid. Yeah. Just call it the Minor Football League. Um, <laughs> I like have, that. Yeah, right. MNFL. MNFL. Well, no, MFL. Minor, minor Football oh, League. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's just, or, you know, or, or just call it the Football Minor League, the FMNL. Or FML. <laughs> FML wouldn't work. But, um, yeah. Uh, got distracted by the TV. Fine, you like that fight? You got dropped. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, yeah, the AAF, as I'll just call it from now on, 
the alliance, I think is what they really want people to call there it, which makes it that. sound like a super Justice League or something like that. The alliance. Had a record on Saturday. Numbers haven't come in yet for Sunday, but Saturday, apparently 2.9 million people viewed in um, on the the networks combined because they were only showing one game at a time uh, regionally. So is that a win for the uh, the alliance? Yes, no, maybe so. Yes, win. You think so? Flynn thinks it's a win. Mateo, what do you think? Losers. You think it's a loser? No, that's a winner. I just, uh, want, to be, I just want to be an edgelord. You look at it, though, and you say only They're 3 right. million people tuned in, and we have how many people living in this country? Like, how many people tuned in for the Super Bowl? 100 million? Uh, they were at 98 million. 98 million tuned in for the Super Bowl. Dude. You didn't even do... You barely but, did... You barely scratched 3% of that. But the Alliance, um, yeah. it, it beat the NBA in ratings. That's NBA, true. yeah, the NBA drew a two. They what was the NBA game that was on Saturday? Was it the OKC... Houston. Houston. Yeah. Shame yeah. on it. Shame on all of you people for skipping that game. But made me a lot of money. People, yeah. Congrats made me on a that. A lot of money. Big win. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of, so we're gonna put them at a winner, even though they only got they barely scratched three percent of what the Super Bowl did. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, I think these guys are a loser. The Celtics got booed off the court after blowing a twenty-eight point lead last night against the Clippers. Uh, this was another game that made me a lot of money. Put $5 down on a parlay between the Clippers coming back from this 28-point lead and the Thunder beating the Rockets and netted $800 from it. So that's dope. I'll see what that happens on Bovada and how that all works. But I saw the number, and to see it go from 5 to 800 made me feel some type of way. I have an idea. One hand of blackjack. No. One hand of blackjack. I don't even know if I can withdraw. I have to talk to Cousin John about how to specifically <laughs> withdraw that money and make sure that I'm still able to do something with it. I need to parlay that uh, again on another bet. Had a bad day today, but we're going to bounce back. Bounce back. Had a, had a great enough day on Saturday that today, Sunday, the couple that I put down, it was just like, it didn't work out. But, hey, that just means I'm due for a better day tomorrow, I think. Um, but, yeah, so the Celtics, losers after blowing an almost 30-point lead against the Clippers. Is that safe to say? Okay. Losers. Losers. And booed off the court. That's great. Any winners or losers you guys want to add to the list? Flan looking pretty irritated per usual. We've hit that point of the show. Uh, Mateo, yes, no. Got a little bit of a reverse alpha alpha going on right now, pointing out the hood. Yep. Is it on purpose? Hair, hair's kind of raging right now. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. There we go. Also raging. Uh, hopefully it's soon to be Flan because now it is time for the pop culture Update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 But we're still gonna talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But where's that soundbite from? What? The it just doesn't matter. Meatballs. Ah. Uh, Does that make you like it? More? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like all the yeah. Bill Murray song. and Meatballs. Yeah, he's great. And that was also sampled in a Mac Miller song, uh, talking about Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, shoot, I forget the scene, but it's just great. And he rallies everybody together. What do you? <laughs> don't don't give me that look. Um. All right. So on the pop culture update, Flam, what do you have? Um, uh, my pop culture update is. Very short today. Fantastic. You have a lot of sass today, Jeff. No. Yeah, no. you have a lot of sass today. You could say there's a little bit oh, of an well, edge he, to you. Nah, he's like on his period or something. Whoa, bitch. Man, that's offensive to Being some very people. bitchy. Okay. 
What's up? What's with your pop culture update? What I don't know. Mean? I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Okay, you're gonna piss right. me off you're now. Gonna call the, that's the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> you're gonna be moody now, okay? All right. Uh, I got the Grammys are going on, and who gives a damn? That's not going to tell me that I need to start listening to people just because you give them some award for some popularity contest. I could tell you what music's good and what music's not just based off of what I like. Is that too grumpy? No, it's not like I'm... Like, I, yeah. think, I think most people could probably relate to that. It's, it's kind of like a Bill Simmons rant about... Did you guys see what Cardi B was wearing into the Grammys? She looked like some flower... Like she was like a lily, like the center of a lily sticking out of a out of you know the petals in some regard. There were some crazy outfits. And I thought to myself... Well, who I feel bad for whoever's got to sit next to her because that that stuff's gonna be popping you in the shoulder and you're gonna have to sit all you know fixed unless she like steps out of it and she's got a, a like a slimmer gown and what she was wearing was just for the runway. But yeah, it literally looked like a lily was opened up and there was just that center yellow spud that's in the center. You know what I'm talking about with the white lily and that's what she looked like to me. Yeah, I'm a flower expert. I okay, definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Uh, f- uh, f- no, not a phlebotomist. I think that's somebody that does stuff oh, with fluids. Oh, florist? Yes, a florist. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. It's been a long weekend. Bit of a bender. Um, and then apparently Drake's mic got cut off during an acceptance speech. Good, because I don't think anybody needs to be subject to listening to that man talk anymore. Um, that was supposed to be a joke. No, he got, got cut Dude. off because he was telling, he was telling uh, people... Uh, you don't need a Grammy to be successful, or don't you need don't. Grammys or you anything. don't. And then they, cause, and after he said that, they just cut him off. <laughs> yeah, because they realize that what they're doing is all propagandist. You don't really need a, a Grammy again for me to tell you what's good music and what's not good music. Justin Bieber fans agree. Uh, well, that's where we agree to disagree specifically. There. Bieber slaps, man. I like Bieber. Uh, some songs, yes. You know, the, yeah. There's actually a couple that I'm like, oh. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, also, that's, wow. This also, turned into a support. Also, also yeah. by the way, I th- his uh his what is, is it a wife? Does he have a wife? Yeah, now? he's married to the Baldwin. Baldwin? Chick. Oh, she yes. is hot, dude. She is. And pretty. they have lice together. So. She, they have what? Lice together. L I C E. Lice. Lice. Yes. Oh. I saw a headline about that where they they had it together and they were enjoying it and they were not addressing it anytime soon. I don't know if that was real news or li- allegedly. They had lice like in their hair. Yes. Yes. Fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, that's. What did you just say? Uh, that's fucking weird. Hey, that's another <laughs> uh, fine. That's a dollar. Okay. That's okay. Circling it. Fine. Circling it back to music. Since you you guys are like the guys I go to for hip hop. Yeah. Before Travis Scott comes out. I was talking to my coworker about this. What? Who do you guys think is the best rap person before Astro World? Just in general. I mean, I mean, we're on Grammys night. Who's the wh- Who's the best rapper right now? Nipsey Hussle, cuz. Who do you guys like genuinely like put up there? And I'll, I like Travis Scott a lot, but the uh, album I actually I finally listened to I for some reason put off the longest time was Pusha T's album. That was a good one. Um, Cousin John, not a fan of Pusha T. No. Tim, fan of Pusha T. I like Pusha T. Um, yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a really good album. Take care of Drake. Um, what's another one I liked? There's another album I heard. I forget what Can't it is. Can't forget now. about DMX. Uh, DMX. <laughs> I thought I, I think this year though I think Pusha T had that was probably the best album. Dude, I haven't really listened. I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, Vince Staples, Joey Fats, and Nipsey Hussle were my go-to rappers not too long ago. I'm sorry that that had such a crip influence, but that doesn't reflect who I am as a person. <laughs> I'm pretty white um, right now, and I still plan on identifying as that later. But uh, you know, for a while, my favorites were you know Nipsey Hussle, Andre Nicotina, like Currency, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit. Uh, 
Who else? There's going to be a couple that I leave off of here that I'm going to feel like an idiot for not listening to. A bunch of 90s rap, you know. Uh, Tim kind of put me onto the far side. Um, and, of course, Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, I love it. Got to respect the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan is for the children. Uh, being from the Bay Area, Mac Dre. Yeah. Uh, Roach Gigs was popular for a while, too. You remember Roach Gigs fad? What? <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. That's as far as... Mind. Uh, <laughs> no, that's as far as that music goes. Uh, and then I kind of drifted towards more like, you know, just like classic rock and just kind of getting down with the psychedelic rock, man. So, that's that's good. Uh, anything else on the pop culture update for you? My Twitter machine is kind of boring. Uh, no, that's all I got. Nothing that you've heard with celebs that you just want to gossip about. Okay. Yeah, it's just Haley Baldwin's very, very hot. All right, this just in. Breaking <laughs> news, hot takes. What do you think of Will Smith as a genie? In oh, Aladdin? Today. That's right. Did you see that today? It came it out, got, yeah. Is that announced? Well, that officially? There's, there's, there's actual... There, there it is. Yeah. Just a fat... Bro, what the f- what am I looking at? Pass it to me. I need to look at that a little bit closer. Ruin your ch- time to ruin your childhood. It looks like a body du- double that someone just pastes his face on. <laughs> There's no way he's in that good of shape. There's no way. Bro, it's all CGI. They just took his face and they just put it on this because I bet you he has no bottom. He has no bottom. I bet you he's just floating right out of the thing. It looks like he's bobbing too. So it's that's that's like this is a better version of EA Game Face. Is they what they have going on right now. God, it's probably like three times as much. <laughs> but that's that's pretty funny. That's not what I expected. No, and they were what well, they were claiming that he only for like there's a couple sequences that that was supposed to be the genie, and then he was saying, "Oh no, it's gonna be animated. Don't worry." And yeah, it doesn't look like that's true. Do you spell Aladdin with two L's or one? Uh, one. One. Yeah, one. Aladdin. No. Oh, maybe yeah, it's, two it's, L's is Aladdin. It's A L A D I N. How do you know that? Because I drive, I've driven yeah. by it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Montecito, right by uh, oh, the Belvedere. I, I keep, yeah, I was about to say, I keep thinking of the one next to Bell. Although, apparently, with the way the political climate's going, we're going to shift away from this. There won't be much need for bail bonds anymore. Um, but yeah, so Aladdin, that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know, man. I'm still waiting on the Lion King remake. I guess that one's going to be pretty lit, as the kids say. Yeah, the Lion King looks so much better than Will Smith in Blueface. In Aladdin. Oh yeah, God. Blueface. That's controversial. It's going to offend a bunch of Avatar and people who identify as Smurfs. So, the identity politics and virtue signaling and all that jazz. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw out there? Nothing? You're snickering and snorting? And that's... Uh, Red about. Okay. Damn, man. Thank you for all your <laughs> deep and thoughtful contributions this episode. Um, you're, you're welcome. Do you have any announcements or anything? No. Okay. Fine. Fantastic. All right. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Another fine. No, that's actually, that doesn't count as a fine because we said we wouldn't do that towards the end. To the haters and losers of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Hi, Edgelords.
Yeah, I'm a floss, I'm a gloss, I'm a cop that easy. Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy. Shorty coming to the spot, but no, please don't tease me. I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV. I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me. Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy. I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'm a gold, no keeper. Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker. Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker? I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her. Bag on passenger side, sting gray two seater. Randy Johnson with the flow, got glue. Low got heated. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. I'm about to make it out of the pit. Why they bad? I'm a hit from the line here and switch. From my crown to the shin dick. Now they a miss. When I'm gone, nigga, bitch, don't call. That's a tip. Hey. I'm about to walk around with my shit. I never heard it down to the dips. I'm always out of town for the glitz. Hundred miles for the trip. From my style, that's a chip. Yeah. Niggas at the house doing rips. Stoop kids and we about to be next. I ain't have to rock a dial while the flex. See the glam, you see flex. I got diamonds and flesh, nigga. Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast. Life can't prep you on, it's like a meal plan. Shorty said to come through, but she still playing. I got bills, nigga, too, that I'm still paying. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit.